0: Welcome to the Improvement Imminent podcast. I'm Philip Weigel, here with my brother, John Michael. Together, we set out to create a better program that can bridge the gap between gyms and help more athletes improve their fitness. Each week, we
1: ask ourselves, what can we do better? And we challenge each of you to do the same. Our mission is to share our knowledge from our nearly two decades of experience as CrossFit athletes and coaches to help you approach each day's training with more purpose. Hey guys, welcome back to the Improvement Imminent Podcast. Phil and I are sitting down and we're going to hammer out Monday through Wednesday um, of this week. So without any further ado, let's get started on Monday. We're going to start off with some strength. We're going to do a 7x3 push press, increasing from 75% of our one rep max. So what we're looking for here is we are in that squat and press cycle. um, And we just want you guys to begin at 75% and ascend.
0: Yeah, see where it goes. Um, don't. We're not trying to necessarily hit a three rep max today. It's awesome if you put up some really heavy weight. Mm-hmm. We're trying to have some really strong, aggressive, successful heavy lifts. Uh, three reps. It really helps, I think, a lot to work from the top down. So once you put up your first rep, think about resetting while it's overhead, taking a breath in and bracing your core so that you can catch and recycle that lift smoothly. Um, like Jim Michael said, we're in our cycle of putting weight overhead off our shoulders and doing front squats and, uh, and, and generally a lot of front rack stuff. So again, the mobility comes into play. This is a good day to get in a little early, work on your own issues. Um, a lot of us struggle with that front rack position. If that works better, then you have a better launching platform to drive that push press up and overhead with. We did a push press one rep max a couple weeks ago. Um, hopefully you guys have that number written down somewhere and you can look it up and then base this off of that. If not, then we're going from pretty heavy to really heavy. That's, that's about how it is. Seven sets of three, and the emphasis is on good positioning, aggressive lifts, and confident motion. you got to be very aware of how to drive up and press out. So if it's not working so well, then by all means, drop the weight a little bit, fix your technique, and then try to come back up and load. And please, work with your coaches. Right. We're telling you stuff that we see that you can improve on because we really want you to improve on those little issues that, that need the work. Yeah, and push press is going to be really good in our pressing
1: cycle to help build that strength from the dip. When we stop dipping and we lose all that power that's up in the barbell, it's time for us to finally finish our press. Um, I found push press helped me out a lot when it comes to something like locking out on a snatch or... Uh, or a handstand push-up. Um, so that that press is going to be really important. So make sure that you guys are putting emphasis on an extremely explosive finish position.
0: Yeah, it's it, it's not going to be easy if we're really pushing heavy weight. Mm-hmm. So you're going to have a little struggle, and you're going to have to really fight to have that lockout happen. Yep. Um, following that, we're going to get into our workout.
1: It is 15-minute AMRAP. Um, we're going to go between 10 alternating lunges, 10 toes-to-bar, and a 250-meter row. For those lunges, we're actually going to have a barbell on this, Um, and it's written at 11580.
0: Where are those lunges placed, Phil? It's going to be a front rack, so you're going to have to do a power clean. And ideally, with that front rack, we're going to keep feeding good positions. So rather than go lazy and just let two fingertips sit on the bar, we really want to see you try to hold the bar. If, If I tell you to stop in the middle of your lunges and do a strict press, you should be ready for it because you should have that full grip on the bar. And those 10 lunges really should be done unbroken. They don't need to be super comfortable, but uh, but you should be able to hold on to your bar and do all 10. Not super fast, but nice and smooth. Then you're going to move on to the toes to bar. And there you might need to break things up, those 10 reps. Maybe you're a little bit stronger with your gymnastics and you can blaze right through them. Then you get on the rower, and and the rower, I think, is really the place where you can determine how much work gets done in this day Mm -hmm. uh, because you could row at a very casual pace if you feel too winded from the first two movements, or if you have have good cardiovascular uh, and respiratory endurance, then you'll be able to just get on that rower and put down a wicked pace.
1: Yeah. Um, On those lunges and on the push press, actually – positioning in the uh, in the torso is going to be really similar. So make sure yeah. that you guys are keeping your chest um, and your back real vertical. It should be straight up and down. It's actually, the lunges are going to be a great reinforcement for that push press um, because you actually get to work on that same torso position yep. just in a different movement. So think about kind of applying the two positions together in the day. And Phil mentioned the full, um, full grip and that's another thing that we need to have in both of those. Um, but yeah, uh, it's going to be... I'd say six ish rounds. I'd say between five and eight maybe rounds on this one.
0: I think I think uh yeah. I think that's totally doable.
1: I think we're looking at probably two to three and a half minutes per round, something in there.
0: Yeah, a round can be done a little under two if mm-hmm. somebody really has some some guts. Yeah. But uh yeah, we're we're definitely we're looking at five to five to eight rounds if somebody can really crank on those screws. Absolutely. Um, on to Tuesday.
1: Tuesday, our skill strength is going to be seven sets to build up to a
0: reasonably heavy set of five for a zercher squat. So it's a seven by five. Um, the zercher squat is something that you guys might not have seen before. Um, it's kind of a it's kind of a funky. I, I kind of think of it as an old school weightlifting movement. Um, One that's not too common nowadays, but what it is basically is you put your hands together and then pull your hands up towards your chest. And when you do that, your elbows sit down along your ribs. Well, a barbell is going to go in your elbows as they sit down along your ribs. You're going to hold that barbell and then basically do a front squat with it. Um, but it's weird because that bar is sitting down on your belly rather than up on your shoulders. So it changes the angles and the positions a little bit. We're not expecting you guys to do anything fantastic here. We're just going to start to play around with something new, mm-hmm. right? This is, this is a learning opportunity. So, yeah, we'll lift some relatively heavy weight, but we're more focused on doing this safely, doing it well. I can tell you, zercher squats, it's a little bit tough to keep a, a solid spine position uh, because of how that bar sits in your arms and how that, that relates to the spine. It feels weird. It feels like it wants to kind of pull you into a rounded position. So we'll work with you guys on this. We'll shoot a video uh, showing you how to do it, and then, and then we'll see what we can do. Try to have fun with it, right? Don't view something you've never done as, as a, uh, a punishment, Rather, it's an opportunity to learn something new, to gain a new skill, to understand movement better, to understand your body better. Uh, You might learn some some pretty drastic things, or you might skate right through this, and it might be easy. Mm -hmm. We'll find out.
1: Um, Following that, our workout is going to be 21, 15, 9, and then 15 and 21 of overhead squat and a chest-to-bar pull-up. There's a 10-minute cap on this one, and it is written at 115 for guys and 80 for gals. Um, however, Phil and I were talking about it, we absolutely want people to finish. Uh, this is a workout that we want to be done under that 10 minute cap. Uh, so that cap is there so that people um, are forced to stay under it. So make sure that when you guys look at this workout, you scale appropriately so that you guys can finish this one. If you guys are not super comfortable with the weight or maybe super comfortable with the chest bar pull-up, by all means scale down in weight and maybe scale that chest bar pull-up to a normal pull-up. Maybe it's a strict banded. uh, Maybe it's a ring row, depending on where you're at. But make sure that you guys choose something where you guys can hold, I'd say, decently large sets. Um, If we're looking to finish this one under 10 minutes, I would say you're maybe breaking your overhead squats once in the high
0: rounds um, and your pull-ups maybe once in the high rounds as well. Um, I think pull-ups are going to get broken more than that. You think so? Yeah, just, well, let's be real. Do people have the capacity to do that many reps in unbroken sets? Not most. So the pull-ups are going to have to get broken up. But really, the overhead squats, yeah, Jermichael's right. The 21s, maybe you take one break mm-hmm. in the first round. And really, that that last round, well, I guess it is before the pull-ups. So you might want to take a break there, too. But the 15s and the 9s should certainly be unbroken on the overhead squats. Um, the pull-ups, you got to kind of put together what you can put together. definitely encourage you to scale accordingly because this needs to be a sub-10-minute workout. Um, by rough math this is doable in six to seven minutes um, if someone really has good capacity and can do these movements quite well so you should be lining yourself up to have that similar style of intensity you're looking at a seven eight nine minute high intensity interval session or not interval but uh but circuit session this this should this should hurt a lot you should have to go pretty deep in the tank to get it done but you should be able to get it done in under 10 minutes yeah this one reminds
1: me a lot of a couple open workouts that we've seen um where it's a thruster and pull-up or an overhead squat and um pull-up combo mm-hmm. uh, and on one of them you guys had to get through a certain number of rounds in a certain number of time or a certain amount of time in order to continue and that one was the same style where we're digging really deep um, And in the other one it was a seven minute time frame so it's, it's very similar to that where you're going to be going pedal to the metal pretty hard. Um, it's pretty straightforward. It's
0: just that, that Fran style where you're just hammering down and getting through it. Yep, but then you gotta, you got to turn that corner mm-hmm. and come back up. Yep. So yeah, this is, this is very much modeled to be something that we might see in the open. Um, those two movements often go together. Absolutely. And, well, almost always a squat goes, a barbell-based squat goes with a pull-up. Um, so in this case, just an overhead squat, and that time frame is very much what they like to throw out in that final workout where they throw typically <laughs> thrusters and pull-ups at you, yep. and you gotta just fly and die. Yep. So after uh, after those two days, we got a 15 minute AMRAP on Monday, and then hopefully a shorter, a little bit faster. Ah, I really want to say six to six to eight minute workout on on Tuesday. Then on Wednesday, we are going to spend some time doing mobility. We're going to work on our front rack. We're going to work on our hamstrings to enable better hip flexion. And then we're also going to address our overhead position with our thoracic spine and our lats. Um, And just generally trying to open up space to be able to better place a bar over our head. Because the workout we are doing um, is one that I wrote, well, one that I created the structure for. Uh, and tested, I believe, like two years ago. It is performing one round of DT on a 90-second clock until failure. So if you guys haven't done DT before, it is 12 deadlifts, 9 hang power cleans, and 6 shoulder-to-overheads. The prescribed weight on it is 155 pounds for guys and 105 for ladies. And it's five rounds of that 12, 9, and 6. Well, instead of doing five rounds for time, today what we're going to do, or Wednesday rather, what we're going to do is we're going to do a round within a 90-second window. And then once the next 90-second window shows up, you have to begin and then complete the next round. And you're going to continue to do that until you get knocked out of that 90-second window. Um, The rules here are, You need to use a weight that allows you to complete at least five rounds before getting knocked out. Five rounds is a full DT, right? So we want everyone to complete at least a full DT. Um, If you've chosen appropriate weights, you should be able to get through six, seven, possibly even eight rounds on this workout. And no, it will not be very comfortable. Uh, hopefully we make it a little bit more comfortable for you, more doable for you because of the mobility work we're doing to better enable that hamstring uh, positioning for a good deadlift and for a good hang power clean, to better enable a front rack to be able to catch and push the bar overhead, and then also to clean up that overhead position so you can get good, clean, smooth, efficient lockouts. Um, So we're going to try to do what we can to make this a very... Doable workout for you, but at the same time it comes down to the effort you put in
1: Yeah, I'm of all the workouts this week. I'm really excited to see how this one goes um, I think it's definitely going to be a test We've done some things like this in the past where you guys have a certain amount of time to finish the work and you guys get the rest in between um, and Phil was kind of stretching to miss meet this to me. It's really important to breathe um, so make sure when the bar is not on your shoulders that is your time as much as you can lower that heart rate. Because I know, especially for me when I'm doing DT, uh, when I'm holding that bar anywhere, especially on the shoulders, so the hang power cleans or the shoulder to overhead, I just get wrecked in my lungs. Um, And it's really hard to get a good breath, it's really hard to bring the heart rate back down. So the moment that bar is off your shoulders, make sure that you guys use that time, stay upright, breathe, try to lower
0: that heart rate. Something to understand here, it's not about sprinting through a round of DT. Right. You don't you don't necessarily get further by doing a, a forty-two second mm-hmm. D T round to start. You need to plan to do several, several rounds. So if you blow out your grip, if you just completely fry your hamstrings, you're not gonna be able to get much further because you've cooked the muscles that you have to use. So you wanna be kind of doing casual rounds to start. This is one of those ones where I, I tell people to let the workout come to them. Hmm. Right, you're gonna keep going until you cannot go anymore. So, what's the point of trying to smash into the wall right away? Yeah, right, (laughs) you'll find the wall. Don't worry, let it come to you over the time that takes to do six, seven, eight rounds. Right, it'll show up, you'll find it. Yeah, and at the same
1: time, DT is one of these workouts where. Um, A little bit of planning goes a long way. Definitely. Over the course of this workout, if you guys can imagine how many barbell transitions you have, um, be smart about it. On the last deadlift leave it for the first hang power clean. So do 11 of the 12 deadlifts, and then deadlift the last one up to where you begin your hang power clean position. Um, maybe if you're not gonna go and broken on the hang power cleans and hold straight through the shoulder overhead, then do the last hang power clean into the first shoulder overhead. Just try to be smart about how you guys transition through this, Yeah. because the less work that you guys can do in that 90 seconds, or the more efficient you can make the work you are doing, um, the much much easier time you'll have by the end of it because you'll end up cutting out almost an entire round of wasted
0: movement that's that's a part of it so a little bit of cognizance mm-hmm. plays a big role and this is just this is just mindfulness this is being aware of the work you're doing and the work you have to do so don't don't turn your brain off that's not a good way to do technical movements it's not a good way to do crossfit you got to be you got to be activated you got to be engaged with the ongoing workout because it is a chance to elevate your, your steps towards mastery. And that only happens if you're fully aware, if you're integrating yourself in the process and you are owning every piece of movement that you put out, thinking that, okay, this better rep makes me better. Because it does, or it can. But it only can if you have that full application of your mind while you do the work. So the first three days of the week, we kind of went with a 15-minute AMRAP, a shorter, faster workout on Tuesday, and then on Wednesday, something that's probably going to end up in that 10 to 15 to, if somebody's really pushing it, um, well, yeah, 10 to 15-minute range. Um, But it's going to hurt a lot. And we got a lot of barbell early in the week. As the second half of the week comes out, you're going to see a little bit less barbell movement, mm-hmm. a little bit more bodyweight stuff, a little bit more gymnastics. And then I know I've got some uh, running intervals thrown in there for you because we need to make sure that we're still getting out there and uh, putting, putting some, some footsteps down on the pavement. Yep.
1: All right. That has been uh, Monday through Wednesday. Catch us back on Wednesday morning. We'll post... Uh, part two of our weekly walkthrough and run through Thursday, Friday, and
0: Saturday. We'll see you guys in the gyms.